0: Love Talk Radio Good um, Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler and I'm here with today with Zach Simpson. And um, we're gonna talk about the Uptown Cooperative, did you say to? uh
1: yeah, it's the Uptown, it's the Uptown Neighborhood Cooperative Program. Hi Cynthia, good to see it, good to hear from you. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. You're just busy, busy with everything going on. How are you doing?
0: Oh, I think Tony's on. Hold on.
2: Yes, I am. Hello.
0: Hi Tony. Um, sorry. Um, We made a quick change of plans, but we'll we'll get back to um, we're going to have a roundtable discussion on um, issues in Albany. And uh, Zach Simpson is on with me, and you're on with me. So uh, I have a couple of ideas. Did you ever meet Zach before?
2: No, we have not had the pleasure. Oh, nice nice
0: to hear from you. Uh, And, uh, Mm um... Yeah, can you hear us?
2: Yes, I can. Yeah,
0: okay. And Tony, you are the CEO of the uh, Upstate Black Chamber of Commerce, correct?
2: Yep, uh, yes. Well, president's last president and CEO of Upstate New York Black Chamber of Commerce, yes. yes. Okay, old, old
0: and, <laughs> and Zach is a community organizer and he has been for a number of years. So I have some thoughts that I'd like to bring to the table. But before I do, um, Zach, what what do yeah. you feel are, since we last spoke, what do you feel are the most important issues?
1: Oh, um, in the city of Albany? Um, yep. Gosh, uh, definitely the uh, high incidence of gun violence that's plagued our city this year. Um, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the drastic budget cuts that are going to be hitting you know, not just the city but the county. Um, I'm concerned about the cut to 200 city school positions um, that I believe just took effect today, unless something had changed. Um, and I'm concerned about um, you know people that rent. For, you know, rent apartments, being unemployed, and, and and losing their homes and becoming homeless. Those are a couple of my top yeah. issues. Me, what do you see as the most
0: important issues in
2: all I I hundred percent agree with everything Zach said, and I will add, uh, as it pertains to our organization, how all those issues impact uh, the overall community development and economic development that will help to address some of these issues as well. So how all these cuts and issues impact um, the ability to build up our communities is uh, it's all connected. So that's probably the one thing I would add is how all those issues affect an organization like ours from helping to establish businesses and home ownership in the communities that will help to address some of these issues
0: Um, it won't be too long before the camera council uh, talks about the budget for for next year and i'm sure that the 12.5 million dollar issue is going to come up and Cuomo really doesn't have any money to give to the city of Albany. What
1: do you think this can mean to Albany? I I can comment. Yeah, I can comment on that, Cynthia. Um, I think the city should not anticipate at all that they will receive $12.5 million next year. I would um, probably count on a significant cut to that. I'm sure they will get something for state aid, but it's not going to be the $12.5 million. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of tough conversations between the mayor's office, the common council, um, about what cuts are going to happen, what priorities need to stay in place. Um, it's going to, it's going to be a messy situation. It's going to be just, um, devastating. Um, unless, you know, we get some funds here. Um, it's going to be like this for a while. Um, certainly into next year with COVID, you know, until we find a vaccine, we're going to have a lot of these costs associated with the response to COVID still in existence. So it's going to be a real hard slog the next couple of years uh, for the city.
0: So, Tony, how do you feel about the fact that we might not get the $12.5 million?
2: Um, I, I, I agree 100% with everything that uh, Zach says, and I think that's why it's even more important that certain things that can be addressed should be addressed that may allow us to bring in new revenue streams around uh, business development that come from, you know, private investment as opposed to, you know, having to rely on uh, government funding to, to build up the city. We We need resources, and if those resources aren't available through, the traditional means, we have to start, you know, doing things that are um, outside of the box to help bring mm-hmm. revenue to the city that's really not being uh, developed here because there are certain communities where the landscape isn't fertile enough for us to build businesses in. We're in areas that need the development. You know, to economic development in, in Arbor Hill and West Hill and the South End is different than economic development in downtown albany but if you don't build up those communities and don't essentially put them on the books it's a lost opportunity
0: you know they can't they can't,
2: they, they can't exist off of non-prop social services and and that's not those aren't revenue generators those aren't tax uh revenue uh, generators we need business we need resources in those communities so that they can become viable, sustainable, and, and, and growth factors, not just beneficiaries or recipients.
0: One of the things I've been reading in the newspaper is the May's initiative to planting trees. Tony, how do you feel about that?
2: Uh, you know, I think any – any aspect of investment is a good thing. I mean, trees are uh, a nice thing. It's, it's it's an aesthetic, you know, but I, I would also say in addition to the adding trees, I've seen photos and images of, you know, shrubbery and things that kind of need to be cut. So trees are a nice um, start, but a tree doesn't uh, create jobs. It doesn't build revenue so, it so it's you know it, it's a start it's a it's a it's a that's probably the best way i can put it you know it, it's a it's a it's a good start but more is needed jack you know trees look nice i can but...
1: com- yeah i can comment on that i you know there are thousands and thousands of trees that are in the city right away here in the city of albany which you know if they're in the city right away, the city has a responsibility to groom and maintain them and cut them down when they're dead or diseased.
2: Right. So, uh, what I,
1: so um, one of my programs is the Uptown Neighborhood Cooperative where we go around and try to find issues like trees uh, overgrown and um, we report them to the city. Um, and I can see from my data and from what I've seen as far as tree management, um, I think they need some more employees focus on tree management because there's a lot of dead trees that are not being addressed. A lot of overgrown trees not being addressed. But I am I I I am always a big fan of, you know, you cut a tree, you plant a tree. So in that spirit I am I am supportive of, of the tree program. And I hope they do get two thousand and twenty five trees planted by you know in the next five years. We'll see if they can yeah. get that
2: number. But then, you know, to Zach's point, what else after the – you know, what's next? After the trees, then what?
0: Now, do you think that the uh, money to plant trees could be better used, like educating kids, um, having after-school programs for kids, have better nutrition facilities for kids, and – You know, planting trees is nice if you have disposable income, but the city of Albany does not have disposable income. What do you think, Tony? Well,
2: I mean, you can always find uh, another use for any resource, you know. I mean, pick one. So those decisions are, are, are made, you know, sometimes in a vacuum, but you can always find something else maybe something better to do, that can be somewhat objective. But the fact of the matter is that to invest in the community and so that the people who reside in that community see that the city cares about investing in the community, you can't deny the benefit of that. But, you know, there needs to be more resources so you're not having to make either or decisions when you need both. Jack, oh, I I agree
1: with um with Tony. Um, you know I I'm a big fan of doing more with less and you know imaginative um ideas. You know, kind of like my cooperative program. You know, we we don't really have much of a budget. We're pretty lean and mean though, and we've found ways to make an impact without really expending the funds. But let's be honest, things that you mentioned that requires bucks, and that's going to be the narrative the next couple of years where are you going to get the money from who's going to have the money who's willing to turn the money over for a lot of these initiatives and programs and that's going to be a tough lift um it's going to be harder to get money um from for all these services so that's something that's a fight that i'm certainly ready for i hope everybody else is well
0: um what other issues do you
2: feel are important and might you give us, you know, your views? Again, you know, I think we started off, you know, at this point, you know, we have to address, you know, the uh, socioeconomic issues. Um, our communities need resources um, to provide alternatives. Uh, we need to make sure that there's a, a renewed emphasis on education and how important that is as a gateway out of, um, you know, circumstances that surround poverty. Um, I think, you know, ultimately it comes down to resources, everything. Everything has to, you need to invest in your community in order for your community to be a return on that investment. I mean, you can't, mm-hmm. it's really that simple. It's, now it's not as simple to go about identifying and providing those resources, but you have to start with the same set of facts and stop blaming the effects of the lack of resources and address the actual lack of resources. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't just look at oh look what happened and not address why it's happening.
0: Tell
1: um Zach. Yeah, um, so, you know, I think, um, you know, one of the things that's been really a hot-button issue here in the city of Albany is the overall cleanliness of our city. Um, There has been a lot of issues with overgrowth, trash, um, you know, particularly in in some of the the lower, you know, like the lower wards, like South End, you know, Arbor Hill. Um, And I know that Department of General Services is about 40, workers short at the moment so you know i i've been trying to emphasize volunteerism at this time Um, i know we have tax dollars to go towards keeping the city clean but um we also have the other side of it which is we have to be proud of our city you know we have to really all pitch in to help and um, that's what we're trying to do i've got a little pushback about you know these these pop-up cleanups I'm doing, but um, I'm proud of them, and I'm going to keep doing them until things are back to normal. You know, uh, I've lived
0: in Albany since 2009. I've lived in the capital district since 1981. And what I see happening in Albany time and time again, I don't see many fresh faces. Running for a uh, post um, How do you feel about Getting new blood In the city of Albany Tony
2: In terms of which roles
0: <laughs> Running for office at any, You know For, we for local
2: we, level. we definitely need More people from the city Of Albany To stand up and represent the city of Albany, whether that be an elected official capacity or advocacy roles, the representation that is from the city and of the city is more, is at minimum equally important, if not more important, because the people that are from here, you know, and have been here, their investment has to mean something, but if they're not investing in it, then it's going to be continue to be, you know, kind of that transplant approach to what is best for our city. And that's not a bad thing, but, you know, at the same time, the you know, the, the people from the city have to care more about the city that they're from. And if that means exactly. new... If that means new people in various roles, and that's what it should be.
0: Zach, how do you feel about not having new blood running for office?
1: Well, you know, I'm you know I I'm fully aware that some people that serve in an office serve for one term. You look at James Polk. He was one of our U.S. presidents. He was one of the most effective U.S. presidents we ever had. And he made a commitment when he got elected to serve one and only one term. And he did phenomenal. Um, but then you have others that, like Strom Thurmond, he stayed on until, you know, I think he did, died in office. Um, so, and though I I think term limits are important, I think, um, you know, you, you come in – you do your public service, you do your jobs the best of your ability, and then you should really wrap it up and pass the baton on to a new generation of leadership. Um, so that's my perspective. You know, sometimes I think when you're in office, you know, over and over again, you may get kind of numb, numb not just to the issues at hand, but also to the needs of your constituents. So um, as far as you know that, I think term limits are important. I would like to see them instituted here in Albany, and, and, and that's how I feel about
2: it. And, and <laughs> if I can add, if I Cynthia, you know, the thing is, we yeah. have to also be mindful of, it's not necessarily just about public service. It's about the results of that service. Yes. yes. And, and, Absolutely. and on the <laughs> voter side, we have to do a better job as voters of educating ourselves about the issues and educating ourselves about the elected officials who are, you know, put in position to serve our various interests. You can't just rely on the elected official to do all the work. The the, the so, residents of the community have to do their part as well to stay on top of the issues, to stay on top of the elected officials. And if those elected officials aren't serving their interests, that they've taken the time to educate themselves on, then those decisions get made. But, you know, I think there's a tendency to rely on the elected officials and the city government employees to do all of the work. We have to own some of the responsibility in terms of cleaning up our communities, both physically and figuratively.
0: Tony, were you born in this area?
2: Yes, I was. Born and raised. And, Zach, you come from the hill towns?
1: Yeah, I was um, raised in the town of Knox up in the Hildeberg Hilltowns, but I've lived in the city of Albany since I was an undergrad at University of Albany. I, I decided to stick around.
0: So over the years, are you happy with what you see, or if you... If you could change everything like tomorrow, what would you do?
1: Is that to me, Cynthia? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've been yeah. so fortunate. Be- I've been so fortunate because I lived downtown as a student, I lived midtown as a young adult, and then I I, I lived uptown now when um, I bought my house. So I've had a good experience of all, living in all areas of the city. Um, and I, mean, I know we have our challenges, um, but I love Albany. I, I really do. I, I always look at what's great about Albany. Um, it's not perfect, but it's the only home that I know, so I'm, I'm very, you know, I try to be optimistic about Albany, but, again, I acknowledge we have a lot of challenges and hurdles ahead of us.
0: Tony, how do you feel? You,
2: you've lived in Albany all your life, Uh, Well, no, not all my life. I mean, I've left several times to go live elsewhere, and, you know, I came back because, you know, this is where most of my family is here. So how I feel about Albany is how I feel about um, most things having to do with uh, the state and the country is that, you know, there's only one Albany, but it's treated two different ways for a multitude of reasons. So for where I grew up, what I see if, if the South End and Arbor Hill and West Hill aren't doing well, then the city of Albany isn't doing well. So I'm not going to be satisfied until I see the level of development, investment, et cetera, in Arbor Hill that I see in downtown and other parts of the city. You can't You can't splice it up and say, well, this part of Albany is good and that part of Albany is bad. But Albany is good. It doesn't work that way. It just have doesn't work seen,
0: that way. Have you seen improvements in Arbor Hill and the South End
2: over the years? No, no nothing that's no. going to make me say things have changed. No, maybe maybe Band Aid, you know, quick fixes. But there are there are more things being taken out of the South End. And Arbor Hill and West Hill than are being put there. Now, we have uh, an exciting project coming up in South End, the 76, that could be the spark for the South End, you know, but that's one project. You need more investment, Mm -hmm. but in order for there to be more investment in these areas of the city, those cities have to be kind of the foundation for them has to be set so that when we bring a a business here from another part of the country that's looking to expand, we can say, you know what? I know you heard about downtown, but come check out the South End. But the South End has to look, and Arbor Hill has to look, and West Hill has to look such that somebody's going to want to take the risk of investment. And those things are part of the city, and the city – Residents and the city officials are responsible for laying the landscape that will encourage business owners to want to take a chance on opening up in areas that have long been neglected. Otherwise, they're going to continue to go to areas that have been, you know, positioned for development. Can't. It's hard to say someone right now, go open up a business in Arbor Hill or south them because every time you hear about them, it's negative. We need more right. positives. We need more positives, and those positives come from investment initially. I, mean, you know, I, can't, I, can't a, I can't tell a member of the chamber, hey, I want you to go open up in Arbor Hill. I can tell them that, but then there are a couple of questions they're going to have right off the bat saying, hey, I don't know if that's a good investment. This been, that's where uh, everybody more, has to play their part.
0: There's more. There's been more gun violence and this evolved in this city of Albany this year as the years pass.
2: But that's the effect. Think? That's that's the effect. That's not the cause. Okay. The, the reason the reason these things happen is because there's nothing else happening. This, these are these are econo- these things are driven around economics. Yeah, can I
1: comment on the economics? Oh, I just wanted to comment on the yeah. economics of it all. Um, you know, yeah, nas- nationally, New York has gotten the you know reputation of being a really difficult place to attract business and do business in because the taxes are so high. I mean, I know I, I saw a couple bumper stickers that were the you know instead of the Empire State were referred to as the Vampire State. Um and I think that i I think that makes it even the more difficult, and you know just putting forth the proposal isn't really going to be enough i think for some for some investment, so we have to look to ways to go that extra step you know go that extra mile to really seal the deal um and I think that's a big problem is is that national perspective about New York State
2: right. You know, but there are people who are already residents of Albany who are opening businesses, starting businesses, that are starting at their kitchen tables. And as they grow, they're looking for commercial space or they're looking to own a home in an area that's a part of the community that they grew up in. But those communities have to become safe for them to do so to continue making investments on a personal level, on a financial level. That's... That's also a huge fact Cause another thing that we have to make, understand is that we are the capital of the most influential state in the country. Right. But we don't. But we don't. But we don't act like that because we're so stuck in this mentality. And I don't know whether it's phonetics or because it sounds catchy, but Smallboney is not. Put it this way: I discourage the use of the word. Okay. Because if, if at, at what's that expression, as a man thinketh, so is he, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. If you're constantly branding and talking about yourself as small, small, your ideas become small. Oh, instead see, of, I You know mind. what? Instead, oh. of, instead <laughs> of, you know oh. what, we're, we're the capital of New York State.
1: Tony, I I look at smallville a little different. Um, when I hear smallville, I think of it as like the biggest like small town as like in values, you know. <laughs> I know I, right one thing I you know one pe- one thing somebody asked me was like what's Albany's best you know asset and it's the people that live here, the great people. I've met so many people that are just wonderful, and um, I think that's really you know one of the things that we we have here is just. Just diversity and culture and I think that's just what makes Albany so great and grand.
2: And that has nothing to do with it being small. Nope. Nope. It's nothing. not small at all.
1: And, you know, and I think
2: that is part of the part of the problem is that, you know, we didn't really kind of understand our our position on the world stage until Governor Cuomo's daily pandemic briefings became the briefings to turn into to tune into. Yeah. Definitely. And when they were being broadcast live from the governor's mansion. Well, that governor's mansion is not in New York City, as most of the rest of the world would right. assume. That place is right here.
0: Yep. Right.
2: <laughs> so, so we um, have to start conducting ourselves that way, not the other way.
0: So, you know, Tony, you raised a good point. We are the capital of the you know, a very important state. Empire state. Empire Empire state. state. But, But yet people have this, like you said, small mentality. Do you think change starts with changing the mentality of the people in the city of Albany?
2: Everything starts with the mentality. Everything, poverty, even poverty starts with the mentality. Everything starts with A thought. You have to think it. There's a book called Think and Grow Rich that that I read Mm -hmm. periodically by Napoleon Hill. It's not grow and think rich. You have to think. You have to put time in. You have to put time in with people on a relationship level. That's what builds communication, conversation, information. Then you make your moves. But that first Mm -hmm. thing is people. And the people have
0: to invest okay. in each other first. So, Zach, we have a very little time yet. So, do you have anything in closing that you'd like to say?
1: Oh, it's just very nice to meet you, Tony. I look forward to having more um, for um, roundtable discussions with you. It's,
2: it's, um, likewise, it's been a pleasure, likewise, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Likewise, I don't know how we I don't know how we can exchange our information, but I'm sure Cynthia can make that happen.
1: I can look, I yeah, look you, you up on Facebook.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty active. And I'm pretty vocal.
1: <laughs> okay, great. No, I'll look you up on Facebook.
2: Great. Okay.
0: So you you've been listening to Zach Simpson and Anthony Gabby, and I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is focused on Albany. This is our new. Uh, segment of the roundtable discussion on issues and we will talk again and hopefully we'll talk with anthony and zach thanks guys and thank you everybody for listening have a wonderful day
1: thank you have a good day everybody. thank
2: you, thank you everyone be well